I appreciate anybody who thinks it's worth their time to come on the program. I appreciate every single guest we have. Now, if I'm being real and I'm being transparent, there are a few guests every single year that I'm especially hyped for and fired up for, and this guy would satisfy that requirement. We are joined right now by the head basketball coach at UConn. He is in his sixth season there. He led them, of course, to their fifth NCAA championship last year. UConn, picking up right where they left off. They're 17-2. and They're 7-1 in Big East play. They're ranked number one in the AP poll for the second straight week. They'll take on Xavier in Hartford on Sunday. Of course, I am talking about Dan Hurley. Dan, appreciate you coming back on so much. How you doing, Dan? How are things? Jim, great, man. It sounds like we're doing pretty good. Sounds like you're doing great, actually. In fact, I'll say it even if you won't. In fact, what would you say? Like, you and I, we haven't spoke since you won that natty. So bring me up to date. How do you feel about this group, and how do you feel about the way they're playing at this stage of the season? Yeah, I really like the group. You know, I re- really like the group. And, uh, you know, you, I, don't, I don't know that you necessarily – you know, I loved last year's group by, by the end of it because, uh, you know, when you experience what we experienced together in March and April, you know, the – the really like turns to love, but um, yeah, I mean, listen to the last season and a half. Uh, you know, last year we win the, you know, we win the Natty, and, and and this year, you know, midway through the season, you know, dealing with some adversity, you know, losing one of the most impactful players in the country in, in Donovan, you know, Kling Kong Kling, and um, you know, we're number one in the country. So you know, for the last you know, year and a half in college basketball, we, we've we've done it better than everyone else. Um, you know, but we still, uh, you know, we we got a half a season to play here, and at the end of this year, we want to be able to you know, look at ourselves and say, you know, we've been the best program in the country the last two years. Yeah. By the way, you have done it better than everybody else for the last year and a half. Listen, I know you're locked, and I know you're looking forward and not back, but I want to ask you. I want to ask you one thing because I've asked this almost of everybody who's ever won that natty. And again, it's not about you. It's about the players. It's about the staff. But when you spend your entire life working and you're singularly focused on that one goal and you get it, how long does it take to sink in? And did it feel the way you thought it would? Yeah, you know, it, it did. It just didn't last. Um, you know, the, the feeling was was incredible, uh, especially for me where, you know, my, my playing career, especially at the college level, um, you know, it was unfulfilling, and and and, and um, yeah. so now I've I've found myself as a coach like I'm like overpouring, like I've overpoured into the coaching thing because I know as a player I, I kind of let myself down in terms of what I accomplished. So um, yeah, man, it, uh, it didn't last as long as I, I thought it would. Um, but then on the flip side, like when you do have a, a, a bad loss or you take a loss, like we've taken two this year. Um, you know, when you do walk past the championship banner, um, I think you recover faster knowing that uh, you've got some championship DNA in you. Hey Dan, I think it's really interesting what you just said, that as a player, I felt like I let myself down. Like, I'm looking at you, and we all change, we all grow, we all evolve. But, my guy, you are relentless. You are relentless. Did you let yourself down as a player, or maybe were the situations just not right? Like, why do you feel like you let yourself down? Yeah, just the um, – I know my commitment level now. I, I know, um, you know, what I do on a daily basis to, uh, to, to be absolutely sure that I'm operating at my absolute best level, uh, my sharpest uh, in terms of the way I think, my energy level. 
um, you know, my ability to, to adjust on the fly to things that we're doing. Um, I just make a total commitment to being the absolute, you know, best leader and best coach that I can be. And every single day I'm trying to get better in both ways. And that's not the approach I took in college. Uh, I hung out too much, um, you know, and I, I kind of let that, that part of, of uh, you know, that important part of my life uh, not be as good as it could have been, as successful as it could have been. And that shit, you know, it, it haunts me a little bit. Dan Hurley joining us. I, I can't even tell you how real that is and how much I appreciate that response, right? I mean, first of all, when we're in college, we all do things that we regret. We, you know, we're dumb. We're young. But that point that you just made, Dan, about how n- now it's different. Now I'm so locked. Now I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I have the right energy, the right ability to think, the right ability to process and make decisions on the fly. I'm so fascinated by that because that's what I want. I think about the same things. What are the types of things that you do to ensure that you're energy level and your ability to think and process are at elite levels on a daily basis. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Romy, I go to, I, I go to bed at night. Um, you know, I do get the, you know, the, the sugar calls me, you know, that's probably my one vice man is like yes, the ice cream dude. and cookies and shit. Right. Uh, I know. <laughs> it calls me too, man. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dan. Right. That's my old man, my old man, I, I, my dad, man, he was like the cookie monster back in the day, you know, like I, I it's definitely a, a trait passed down, but you know, I go to sleep. I, you know, I'm, uh, I go to sleep early. I get a good night's sleep. I'm up, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, my, my habits, I'm habitual with my, my prayer and my meditation and my journaling, my exercise, my diet, um, you know, what I'm reading. Um, and then just my studying of, uh, you know, my studying of the game of basketball, the studying of, of great leaders, um, so that, uh, I can maximize the, you know, this time in my life and, uh, and be at my best. Yes, that's it, man. You nailed it. That's exactly what it is. You're all in. You know the opportunity in front of you. You appreciate the opportunity, and you're not going to leave any stone unturned. You're not going to have any regrets. You get it. Listen, you said something, Dan Hurley, my guest. You said something I thought was great. Like, when you're number one at this time of year, a lot of coaches are quick to say, it doesn't matter if you're ranked number one right now. It's where you're ranked at the end of the year. That's not what you said. You said, quote, I want my team, our mentality should be, quote, it's like carrying around a belt. Somebody should have to pry it out of our lifeless body and our dead hands, end of quote. Man, I absolutely love that. Why is it so important that your guys defend a midseason top ranking with that kind of ferocity? I think you're, um, you're going into the ring, man. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're Mike Tyson, you're Larry Holmes, you're John Bones Jones, and, and you're, you're preparing yourself um, you know, for what it's going to feel like in March. Like, you don't think there's there's pressure to play in March where, you know, like, you know, what one bad night and it's over. Like, you need to, you know, practice and, and prepare in an intensity where, where we're trying to, like, defend something right now, like a belt, and, like, somebody's going to have to kill us to take it. Um, you know, and I think that's that's the mentality that happens in, in March. And uh, I think if you start embracing that pressure right now, you'll be able to handle the March pressure a lot better. Hmm. Dan Hurley is joining us. Let me ask you, like, there, there's one more thing, another quote. You said that you want the program to, quote, function almost like a cult. I don't want people to misrepresent that or to get that twisted. That's interesting. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, it's not political or... <laughs> or weird. Or anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's like, uh, you know, listen, in, in, um, you look at the best teams in college basketball this year. They're, they're all programs that 
um, have returned a lot of core players, right? And they have a culture. You look at Purdue, you know, there's a culture there. You, you look at, you look at UConn, there's a culture there. At Carolina, they returned several players. There's a culture there with Hubert. You know, in the, in this era of NIL and portal and, and, and mercenary, mercenary, uh, you know, uh, you know, team architecture, um, you know, culture is still king. And, um, I think it's even more important in today's sports world in college, that you are brainwashing your, your, your players, your student athletes, your team into not being selfish and to not being me. Um, you know, because it's everything is, is against having a strong culture uh, with player empowerment and everything that's going on. Uh, and I want all of our behaviors, habits, mindset, I want us all to be finishing each other's uh, sentences and thinking the exact same things. Um, you know, that, that, that with talent makes a team that's almost impossible to beat. Dan Hurley joining us. So one last thought. You got to share that natty with your son, Andrew, who's in his senior season. Since basketball is the family business with both your father's legendary coaching career, your brother Bobby, who's a coach at Arizona State, had a great playing career. You played your coach. What's it like to have Andrew carry on that hoops heritage with you? It's been amazing, uh, you know, Jim. The, 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 um, I mean, he, he's gotten me through uh, – you know, just like so many, so many things along the way. I mean, I, I uh, um, you know, during, uh, I would say we, we had a situation last year at, at, at the Xavier game on the road where it was our first loss of the year. And, and, uh, you know, he came up to me in game and tried to settle me down when I was losing my, you know, what on the officials and in the environment, I was kind of combusting and, um, you know, I, I kind of shoot him away uh, in a moment where he was trying to help me, they calm and lead better, and uh, yeah, that that was a real moment for me and him in in our in our relationship, uh, in the way we view each other, uh, and and in my appreciation for what it's meant to have my son on the team. And uh, get a little choked up, uh, you know, because he uh, he's really uh, you know helped me be a better coach. Uh, he's he's helped me just being on the team. I've been able to spend that time with him that. Uh, that you don't get to spend, and uh, you know he's uh, he's a great leader for our team, and and he's somebody. Uh, if you've noticed a change in my approach, in poise, and, and better coaching in the last year and a half, um, you know a lot of it's come from him telling me to calm the f down. When uh, and now I'm not shooing him away. Now I'm like, uh, you know, we're talking a lot in the game, so it's neat, man. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I love that. Dan Hurley, he got that natty last year. They're still top of the latest rankings, 17-2 and two overall, 7-1 in Big East play. And joining us once again, Dan, like I said, I'm always fired up for our conversation. It always leaves me fired up. Great to talk to you. Thanks for making time for us once again, and I really appreciate you, Dan. No doubt, and it's, a, it's an honor to come on here, man. I've been a fan my whole life for you, Romy, and, uh, and uh, hopefully we're talking in, in March and April. I would love to. Dan Hurley joining us. Much respect, Coach. Much respect. Appreciate the friendship, too. Dan Hurley joining us. That's our number one. We are coming right back. Your thoughts on another great conversation with him when we come back.